Matt and I have been considering calling off the wedding. Do you want to explain that a little more? Yeah, we've been thinking about not having a wedding. R-O-T-N, let me present to you the Rotten Podcast. The Rotten Podcast. How do you want me to say it? Rotten. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to the Rotten Podcast. We're on episode 38, baby. Baby, it's 38. <laughs> Speaking about babies, baby. Baby talk. <laughs> Well, before we get into that, um, okay. I'm surprised it's sunny outside right now. It's like sunny oh, yeah. and dry. I took Let's the dogs on a walk. This. Hurricane Hillary really <laughs> didn't live up to the hype, or at least where we are. Um, You know what lived up to the hype? Actually, nothing. I don't know where I was trying to go with that. But like Hurricane Hillary happened during a 5.5 magnitude earthquake that I actually felt. I think it was 5.1. Yeah, that happened like right in the middle of the hurricane. I was like, what is going on? I was actually sitting in your car while you were getting Starbucks or Chipotle and it was rocking the car back and forth, but I just assumed it was the wind until I got the scary alert on my phone being like. It was like an amber alert. Like one of those alerts that pop up in your phone and it's like, take shelter immediately, which was alarming. I was in Chipotle and I got that and I'm like, I don't really feel anything, but maybe it's still coming. And I was yeah. waiting for like a <laughs> minute or so. But then when I got back in the car, you said you felt it. Oh yeah, I felt it. I thought it was the wind from the hurricane. But then I- Talk got about things getting tense for a moment. I mean, it was dark out. It was mm -hmm. raining. It wasn't raining super hard, but to get that alert all of a sudden in the midst of everyone kind of preparing and not knowing what's going to happen with the hurricane. Yeah. It was a little kind of alarming, but yeah, I haven't heard of anything bad had happened. I think, you know, people really tried to prepare California for the hurricane. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw that Costco was like running out of water because everyone and Stocking toilet paper, up. because I don't know why everyone stocks up on water and toilet paper as if you are going to poop like a lot. Well, like, water makes sense. If they shut the water off, that's what does the toilet paper make sense for? Paper towels make more sense to me. Yeah, you could use those to shit with. <laughs> yeah, and to like <laughs> soak up the water. Yeah. Um, I don't know what other parts got. I know that there was some parts that got really? flooded and pretty bad. Yeah, but at least where we are, it's sunny and beautiful out. It was supposed to affect us today as well, but it, mm -hmm. today's Monday, by the way, guys. We're putting this episode up tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, nothing. Just a beautiful sunny day great yeah it's, it's a great day <laughs> yeah it's weird when it's like storming so much and it's so warm out like mm -hmm. yesterday it felt like such a weird day i was expecting it to be cold out because it was so stormy earlier this year when it was cold but that's exactly how i expected a hurricane to feel like i was like oh this is this is what i know it's supposed to feel like i'm now experiencing it like a warm, warm stormy yeah warm rain yeah. <laughs> warm smelly rain yeah it smelled really odd no, nothing i was used to at least for me yeah it reminded me of my childhood because it smelled like hose water mm -hmm. so it felt like you know camp when you're playing in the hose like playing with sprinklers and those blow up pools and stuff but, so it was kind of a nostalgic it didn't vibe. feel like clean water to me yeah because it was warm i agree yeah it had a weird <laughs> smell Anyways, um, though. Anyways. How's your body feeling after the workouts? Oh, my God. Guys, I worked out three times this week with Matthew Ryan. Fine. Oh, my God. I can't do this. I'm currently, if you guys are just listening, I'm, like, raising my triceps, and it's so painful. Yeah. So <laughs> I proposed so a sore. video idea to Tiffany, which I thought was a great idea, which yeah. was following my fiance's fitness and nutrition for a week mm -hmm. so we filmed that video the past week you came with me on three workouts 
I pretty much told you what to eat, tracked all your protein and your macros. Um, and I had so much fun doing it. Yeah. It was amazing to start my day and have you come with me to the gym in the morning was so much fun. We've been hanging out so much this week and it's been amazing. More than normal. We normally hang out a lot. But also you've been, you've been working a lot. So I don't know. You've been, you've been like out of the house more often this week as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I will say is that I'm kind of excited to maybe work out with you again, but definitely not three times a week. I'll do my horseback riding, do my Pilates once a week, and then maybe do one workout with you for a week. So then I have a good amount of like stretching exercises, aerobic exercise, because that's horseback, like my heart goes up mm-hmm. like crazy. And then a good like strength, strength strengthening, training, yeah. strength training Well, yesterday exercise. on Sunday, Kaylee, Andrew's girlfriend joined. <clears> so we had a little squad <throat> and that was really fun. That was super fun. We didn't do the workout early in the morning. So that's also a plus for you. So maybe we could do Sundays would be a fun little routine. You guys do your thing. And then we all meet up in the sauna, cold plunge, whirlpool afterwards. Yeah, I agree. Throw you in the throw you in the cold plus it'll be great because on mondays i do horseback so then on sundays and mondays i uh work out i wash my body after sunday Mm -hmm. and then wash my hair after monday that's perfect yeah so sundays it is let's get you a membership this sunday we're working out membership yeah you need a membership Mm, i don't know about that one it's like 30 bucks well one thing i mean i guess on a sunday the traffic isn't too bad but the one thing i don't like is that we were driving like 45 minutes to go to the gym yeah we left a little later and if you missed like if you head out 15 minutes too late then you get stuck in the traffic so i usually am able to beat it but yeah that was one that's one thing that definitely sucks mm-hmm. but there is one that's kind of closer but it's just not nearly as nice but they're kind of all over but that's probably you know that's the issue with la is everything's kind of far away yeah i agree it kind of sucks okay well anyways <laughs> speaking of you know marriage and babies we did promise the viewers last week we were going to talk about it this week. So I feel yeah. like we should maybe talk about, you know, like what's going on because I have not talked about wedding planning at all mm-hmm. other than me showing a video of me trying on dresses and then our engagement party and then our all actual the fun engagement. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like a lot of people like show everything and pr- everyone's probably wondering like why hasn't Tiffany shown anything? Um So should we get into it? Yeah. Yeah, let's get into it. So Matt and I got engaged last September and I have always, always, always wanted a long engagement. I think we talked about it. Mm -hmm. At least we would want like a two year long engagement at the minimum. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I've always thought that way. And I've also never been a child who had imagined her wedding. Like I never dreamed about my perfect wedding dress. I never had a Pinterest board about like my wedding theme and what I was gonna wear. So for me, I feel so unprepped for wedding planning. We planned our engagement party and I kind of took over that planning because you had planned my engagement and you did such an incredible job. I wanted to put in the effort and do the engagement party and let me which tell you which you killed it by the way Thank that was you. such an epic party yeah. so fun hopefully such everyone had night. fun there i mean tattoo artists we had the food catered the yeah. backyard looked beautiful we had so many people we had a nice dress code everyone was looking nice mm-hmm. we had great pictures great photo booth i feel like it was a beautiful night yay i'm glad you liked it um but i also went over budget by a lot like really? two and a half times my budget i started with one idea and then all of a sudden to get everything i wanted to the level that i liked it at it ended up costing 2x the amount plus more and i'm like god damn it i kind of 
hate the wedding industry. Like I'm in it because, you know, we're doing it. But at the same time, I kind of hate it. Yeah, it's so like when I was doing the engagement, there were so many things that I didn't realize you'd that add up in the yeah. cost. Because normally when you're a guy and you're just planning it, you're like, all right, the ring the is ring. the big expense. But then you got to think about photos. Then you got to think about flowers. Then you got to think about dinner and all the other stuff. And I will say, like, the flowers are so expensive. Yeah. It cost me, like, $1,100 or something. Are you shitting me? No. Just for those flowers? It yeah, was, like, maybe, like, four great. bouquets, I if didn't not. even love the flowers that much. You have to spend a lot to make it, like, very elaborate. At our engagement, I think the flower arrangement was 1500 yeah. But that came with, like, the little, like, disco ball. Mm-hmm thing i don't yeah. even know see i don't even know the words of the things that we need because <laughs> i'm i'm just not like i've never really imagined like planning a wedding and i know it's like i'm excited for it but at the same time yeah. i'm just like i've never been the one that has i don't have any idea of what i want at all i feel like there's women that if they have envisioned this their mm-hmm. whole life they know exactly what they want they're super excited and then maybe there's people like you who just never really thought too much about it I don't know. What was your thoughts growing up? Like you knew you'd get married, but you just. No. (laughs) You didn't even think you'd get married. I Okay. This is so sad. And I don't, I know you hate when I say this. I didn't even, I couldn't even imagine my life past 32. Like I always had this weird feeling inside of me when I was younger that I would die young, not because of my, like I didn't do it to myself. I thought something would happen to me. I don't know why. Well, stop saying that. I hate when you say I know. That's why I said, I was like, I know you hate what I'm saying. I don't believe that anymore. Okay, like good. now I actually envision <laughs> our, I don't, I don't actually envision a wedding, but I envision that I'm going to get married to you. Right. I'm going to have kids. Well, I'm going to have grandparents. A wedding? No, I don't know what, like, I don't know exactly yeah. what it's going to look like, but I know we're going to get married. Yeah, of course. Like bare minimum. Right. And I like, I know I'm going to live long because I'm thinking about grand grandkids now, which I'm more excited about than our own kids. So <laughs> random and weird. So I, funny. I agree. I think grandkids are way better than kids. I'm only having kids so that I can get grandkids because you know what's amazing about grandkids? You can give them back. You can be like, here you go. You're done. We're done. Yeah. It's like playing with a puppy and then <laughs> it feeling like it's kind of yours, but then being able to drop it off when you're a little annoyed mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I uh, never really envisioned my wedding as a kid growing up because I never envisioned my life past 32, which is really sad. Now I do. So now I'm finally being like, okay, like, what do I want my wedding to look like? I know I want it to be like really elegant and classy and timeless and sophisticated. Mm-hmm. But like, where do I start? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it starts with the venue. We got to just find yes. a venue, which we've been talking about doing. But also we've been kind of considering all other alternatives. We've been considering, Matt and I have been considering calling off the wedding. Do you want to explain that a little more? Yeah, we've been thinking about not having a wedding. We've been thinking about doing a wedding, obviously, but not in your traditional sense. Yeah. And I feel like that's becoming more and more common for people because, you know, back in the day, it was your biggest moment of all time. You know, people talked about your wedding day is the most important day of your life. And we've kind of seen the cycle of all of those weddings turn into divorce and people kind of putting too much pressure and emphasis on this one day. Yeah. And um, now I think people are doing 
more creative ways of kind of celebrating. I've seen a lot of people doing micro weddings, which mm-hmm. I'm very, I mean, you and I have been talking about having a smaller wedding. Yeah. And we have not yet decided on like the number, but I think we had been thinking about like 50 people max. Right. But now we're thinking of having like a even micro wedding, which is even smaller than 50. 50, I think it's like the max for a micro wedding. And now I think we're thinking about like maybe like 10, 15 people. And then just inviting like just our like closest family and Mm -hmm. then having a giant party afterwards where then we invite everyone and we rent out like a nice mansion or like a nice estate and book it for two days and like have our closest friends and family stay inside of it. But then people can come and go and it's like we have festivities. We can get it catered. But then it's not, we're not saying it's for a wedding. So then they drop the prices by 50%. Because the second they see it's a wedding, I heard they increase prices by 2x. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. When I was talking with my boss, Alex, Mm -hmm. she was just telling me what she did for her wedding. She's like, I never really cared to have a wedding. I spent like $150 on my dress. Yeah. We have one of our our friends just do the photos last minute. And uh, they pretty much just did a wedding for just the family so they can get the pictures, have the family there. And then she went and rented like an Airbnb for like a whole week or like five days, like a mansion, a really dope Airbnb. Yeah. And just had like 35 people kind of come and go throughout the five days and had the best time. And when I think about normal weddings, it's like no one ever really has that much fun at a wedding reception. It's almost like, yeah, the band was great. There was maybe a couple fun moments, but people don't love sitting there listening to the speeches, doing the whole like dance and stuff like that. There is a lot of tradition Mm -hmm. in that, but I feel like it's better to kind of have an experience where people have fun and are going to remember your wedding in the day that you, you know, got married by doing something a little bit different and having fun and not feeling it so like black and white, very just kind of like colorless almost and just very like traditional. I agree. Also, the price of renting out a mansion for a few days is probably half the price of a wedding. Oh, yeah. Realistically, no one cares about your wedding except the people who are getting married and maybe their family. Yeah, the family should care. But like no one really cares. I mean, friends do. I mean, yes, but like we don't care about if this flower arrangement is picture perfect. If this little thing is picture perfect. Did like... I've never been impressed with like the actual food at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of like the appetizers, appetizers the before, yeah. but the actual food I've ever eaten. It's never been good. No. Yeah. It's like you want chicken or steak or veggies. Yeah. And then you get chicken and then rice or <laughs> whatever, potatoes. Salad. Yeah. And you always wait so long for the food too. Mm-hmm. It's like you get the salad first and then you wait a yeah. while and then they come out and never that great of an experience and i haven't been to too many weddings but i feel like the things that are important for me or my family being there for like the actual moment and getting good pictures that we'll have and you know exchanging vows and having some form of that spiritual moment where you know you're walking down and i see you and we get these like heartfelt pictures but then celebrating it in a way that is a bit more tailored to our lifestyle and the way that we like to hang out. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that would be fun to find something creative and a little bit more experiential to have everyone come and hang out because it's tough when you're doing a wedding. It's either like you go all in and you invite everybody. But even when you start inviting friends, it's like, okay, 
that gets a little tricky, Mm -hmm. you know, but if we do a small thing and then we have a big party, it's like, then you can invite kind of like everyone to the party. I agree. And then it's not really like you have to put too much energy and emphasis on who you're inviting and if they're coming and people traveling, it's almost like you can throw a really big dope party and just kind of leave an open invitation for people that you want to be there. Yeah. And I think really what has made me think this way a little bit is that I remember I was talking to your sister who, if you guys don't know, Jennifer, um, Matt's little sister, is an event planner. She plans incredible events all over L.A. She's planned them for, you know, like the Kardashians, um, like Summer Fridays, like a lot of like cool brands. And we were talking about the wedding and she was like, so what do you think you and Matt's budget's going to be? And I was like... I think 30,000 is good because sorry, but I can't imagine spending more than $30,000 on one day. Like that to me is already crazy. But I was like, I just, I just put it at number 30,000. She literally looked at me and started laughing. It was like, Tiffany, come on, that's not happening in LA. And I was like, I know, like, ah, I know. And that kind of planted the seed being like, wow, like, do I really want to spend $30,000 on one day? Or could we spend, you know, a little bit like 20,000 on one day and have that $10,000 for something else in our future. Mm -hmm. And then that was like the initial seed. What started growing the seed was... talking to my little so one of my best friends her name is megan and i don't want to like reveal too much but she is getting married i'm going to be one of her bridesmaid and her dad is a pretty high exec at a really good company that a lot of people are very aware of and he has two daughters he has given megan and her little sister money for their wedding and she's spending six figures on her wedding and then is going over budget crazy and she was like when she talked to her wedding planner the wedding planner gave her like five options for videography. And the cheapest one was $9,000 for photos and videography. And I was like, 9,000, that's like a third of our budget. And that was the cheapest option. And she went with the cheapest option. And I'm sure we can find cheaper options, but I'm just like already starting to get like really like nervous about, okay, like these expenses are gonna add up. And knowing me, I went two and a half times our budget for the engagement party. (laughs) Like. What, it's going to be a $75,000 wedding now? Like, no, thanks. I'd rather get my, like, my Porsche Taycan or something. Like, I don't know. Like, a nice, like, little, like, mom and pop SUV for the kids. Like, I'd rather do that. Yeah, and also for us, it's not like you're... In traditionally, the woman's parents are supposed to pay for the wedding. Yeah. And that ain't happening. No. In our situation. No. I feel like it's not... It's not happening in a lot of people's situation. Yeah, So it's like, we're going to have to pay for it. And when we think about what we're paying for, I would rather spend that money investing it on our honeymoon, right? Like a nice trip or investing in a business or putting that money into something that's going to grow our future. And even a kid, right? Like kids aren't cheap. I'd rather save that money for a fucking child. And I feel like you and I are both more excited to have kids than we are to have the wedding. I mean, we want we are excited to get married, but it's like we're more excited to have kids. Mm -hmm. Speaking of kids. (laughs) Speaking of kids, we're having a kid. No. No. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did you see my friend Kaylee is pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. So you show me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Kaylee Pereira. Um, If you guys don't follow her, she is pregnant. And I'm like, holy shit. She's so young, too, right? I would say she's. 21 yeah she's a baby but they planned it they like wanted one yeah Mm -hmm. good for her yeah good for them um 
I mean, we're at that age where we now have to plan babies. Mm-hmm. Like not like we're not popping one out right now, okay guys? But like soon. 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 So yeah, good for her. Uh Matt and I are planning our like baby stuff and like thinking about timelines. But we'll save that for another episode because yeah. I think we can talk about this for like, a lot to get an into hour. Um but speaking of weddings, uh Logan Paul, Nina. Are they gonna keep their wedding? Like, I don't know what's going on. This is very pop culture news. Matt had told me about this. Um, and I don't know if you should explain a little more, but. Yeah, so Logan Paul is. Logan he, Paul. Logan Paul is Logan Paul. <laughs> and he's been <clears throat> beefing with this guy, Dylan Dennis, which the only way I really know him is because of the beef he's been having online, kind of being a troll, kind of getting people riled up. Um, and they just announced a fight. They're fighting October 14th. And ever since the fight got announced, Dylan Dennis has just been going crazy on Twitter and yeah. on social media, just posting stuff about Logan's fiance, Nina, all these pictures with all these guys. A lot of some of them are photoshopped. A lot of them aren't. And he's just posting all these photos of her and her past relationships because she's dated some really cool men. She's dated some cool men. She's been in a lot of relationships and. He's just kind of like poking fun, being like, you know, she's for the streets. Yeah, he's like kind of she. He's like kind of slut shaming her, and uh, I guess it's really upset Logan to the point where Dylan was talking about like, I don't know how much more I can do because he's getting so upset they might pull the fight. And I don't know what's going to happen. I can't imagine the fight is going to continue. No, I can't imagine it's going to be called off. But it's just like he's going so hard, and it kind of poses the question of like, is he going too far by attacking people's family? It is public stuff. They've gone at him in the past about things. I even saw a tweet yesterday that Dylan said where it was a screenshot from Andrew Andrew Tate. Mm-hmm. Andrew Tate tweeted, I never wanted to get involved in this, but Dylan, like Dylan was like, if I post this photo, they're 100% calling off their wedding and I might even go to jail. And Andrew Tate was like, yeah, he sent me the photo. I didn't want to get involved, but... This is bad. Mm -hmm. Just as like, I don't know if it's clickbait or whatever, but yeah, he's digging up some photos of this girl and it's kind of, it's terrible that he's doing it. It seems like the girl, like some of these photos were photos that, you know, she sent like an ex-boyfriend or a boyfriend at the time. And then that person like shared it with other people. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's kind of illegal. Um, He he is saying all these are public, but I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Well then why would he go in jail? Go to jail for, for the, the one. one that he has. I don't know. That sounds like it's yeah, probably must um, be an illegal photo. Someone that he like got. sent him something. Yeah. yeah, I think you even nailed it on the head when I was explaining this. And you're like, why doesn't Logan just go out and be like, yeah, she's hot. She's been with guys. So what? Mm-hmm. But he's been radio silent about it, and it's almost like it's just egging him on even more because if he knows that it's getting under Logan's skin and Logan's trying to just not even say anything, he's just going to keep doing it and doing it. And he's getting so much clout from this where so many people are coming out and being like, wow, now I'm excited for this fight. Like now creators are getting involved, reviewing the situation and being like, I got to give it to him. Like he's making this fight actually worthy of watching. Logan's not doing any promo for it. And people are like, he's better at hyping up a fight than Jake Paul. And it's just turning into this whole thing where Logan is, I hope he comes out and he like shuts it down or does something, but he's not saying anything and it's making it so much worse. I feel like, like you had said, when I was reading through like Dylan Danis's tweets and everything, I got sucked in, but at the same time, I kept being like, why has Logan not been like, yeah, and? Yeah. Like, that is like the best fucking like thing you could say is, uh-huh, 
and what's wrong with that? Mm -hmm. Like what is wrong with her? Fucking Leonardo or even if DiCaprio. he was commenting on all of them being like, yeah, damn, that's my she girl. Looks good. Or, damn, yeah, it's like, hell yeah. It or, literally makes him lose all of his momentum, all his steam when someone's like, okay, yeah. and? I mean, when someone acts like, that, when someone shows that they don't care, you're not going to keep doing that. But the reason he keeps pushing is because he knows it's upsetting Logan. Because mm -hmm. I will say when my sister and I used to fight as kids, we would get into like verbal arguments and the best thing Tree had ever taught me, because she would do this to me all the time, was she'd be like, yeah, and? Cool. Okay. <laughs> sure. Like, I'd be screaming at her like, I can't believe you do this and this to me. Like, I can't believe you, like, ate my food. Like, something, I can't even remember what we would fight about as kids. And she'd be like, uh-huh, and? And it would infuriate me even more. So I feel like all Logan has to do is, is just infuriate Dylan Dennis. But he, he has taken the boat of, legally i'm gonna stop you from doing this which then gives it like makes dylan dennis go even harder yeah and one of the things too dylan dennis was supposed to fight ksi oh he did like a year or two years ago and he actually pulled out of the fight because dylan or ksi D dylan did because he like he wasn't ready apparently and i guess when i was listening to dylan talk on the full sign podcast he was saying there's a lot of stuff he couldn't share but there were some injuries there was also some other legal stuff who knows so the whole thing that the only real ammo Logan has is will he even show up for the fight? And so that's like been something he's used like two or three times, but that's the only thing he's doing. Mm -hmm. Like he made a poll, like, will Dylan even, you know, show up, show up to the fight or made another comment about that's it, but nothing. it's not, it's not enough. And, um, I'm surprised Logan's usually really good with this kind of like promo and stuff. So I'm sure he's work. I would be shocked if he doesn't come out with something good or a funny video or a way to kind of yeah. take back some of the thunder. I but would love if he made a music video. Cause you know how like when Jake Paul and look, no, this is past, this is before you were even on YouTube. Um, Jake Paul and Logan Paul used to hate each other and they would do like diss tracks with one another. And if Logan Paul came up with a diss track being like Nina's hot or like, Nina and her men, like and like, just like making a joke it about it, ironic and funny. Yeah, it would be hilarious and be like, oh yeah, it looks like he's losing either way because he hasn't said anything. Yeah, I agree with that. It's a good lesson for all of us to learn. Say something. <laughs> yeah, say something or act. Show that you don't care. Yeah, or try to like nip it before it goes too far. Not caring is definitely like one of the worst feelings someone can have for you. Yeah. I think you were even saying this. You're like. I would love if people either loved my music or hated it, but if they don't even care, that's even more hurtful. Yeah. You always want someone to have a reaction. If they're hating it, that means it's sparking some form of emotion. Usually other people are going to be charged by that emotion, maybe in a positive way. But if people are just like, yeah, all right, then that's the worst thing that's you can get. Like you want a reaction at least, even if it is negative, like mm -hmm. you want some form of reaction from what you're doing and people just not caring is the worst feeling. What day is the fight again? October 14th. Okay. Are we going to watch it? Yeah, absolutely. All <laughs> this shit talking before I was like, wow, that feels so random that like <laughs> Logan guy. is fighting Dylan Dennis. But then when I got all the backstory and listened to him talk on podcasts about it, I'm like, oh, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But Logan hasn't been boxing. So it feels kind of random that he's doing this fight. And then another thing that's been big, too, is like Logan, like Jake, after he boxed Nate Diaz, went on the impulsive podcast and him and Logan got into like a really weird, uncomfortable, big fight. Okay. Where Logan seemed a little like jealous and being like, I'm the better fighter. Like we know. And Jake is kind of just like biting his tongue. And Logan, you could tell is like, he was upset that Jake in the contract, I guess, 
for the fight said that Logan's not allowed to bring his prime into the event, mm-hmm. which is sponsored by Celsius, like mm-hmm. a direct competitor in the space. That makes sense to me. And Logan was like, wow, you're not even going to let your brother like bring his brand in? Like, that's fucked up. And Jake was just kind of like, you like to play the brother card when it's convenient, but like, I wasn't really in charge of that contract. And then also it's like, it's just one night. Like you cannot bring your prime bottle for one night just to show support. Like you don't have to make this about you. But in Jake's defense, and I don't even know why I'm defending Jake, but Jake's biggest enemy right now is Dana White and the UFC. Prime sponsors UFC. Yeah. So it's like, there's like always this competition between the two brothers that's mm-hmm. super toxic and unhealthy. You know, I was listening because I was curious about this whole thing and on, on Jake's podcast, which was the first time I was listening to, his co-hosts and friends were like, yeah, are you going to like say something about this? Like, you're always taking the high road, but like, he's always doing something to undermine you. Mm-hmm. You know, even at their warehouse, I guess, like Jake put up, like hung up an article of all his like accomplishments and the next day Logan put one up right next to it. They have like a ring to like fight in. I guess Jake put his logo on it. The next day Logan puts his prime thing. It's this constant like one upping of each other. And um, it, I could tell that it's sad because you could tell that it hurts Jake. He's the younger brother, brother. And I can't imagine what that's like. Cause I know the power of being an older brother and how much yeah you and andrew have like the cutest relationship yeah and i i could see how hurtful that would be if i was like constantly trying to one-up him or not give him the space or not give him the shine like that's such a hard place i mean all that stuff has probably put the battery in jake's back to give him the motivation to be this massive influence that he's become I guess it's just sad because you could see how much it hurts him. And we watched the documentary, like the Jake Paul documentary on Netflix. And he was crying when Logan lost the boxing match. He wanted it more than Logan wanted it. And Logan's like, why are you crying? Yeah. And you could see even in there, like Logan at one point is like, they were talking about the beef of their competition throughout the YouTube years. And Logan's like, oh, I definitely won. I had more subscribers. I was selling more merch. You know, I'm the better looking one. I'm more creative. I'm all these different things. And then he's like, ha ha ha, it's silly. But it's like, that is a really weird thing to say. Like, that's not just a laugh it off kind of like comment to make. Like, you think that you're better looking. You think that you're smarter. You think that you're more creative. And he even said, I'm just like the better version of him. Mm -hmm. That's like so fucked up. Even if you thought that, like you would should not say that out loud. Yeah. And I did see Jake. I said, well, I have like more views than you overall. But that was one comment. And like it sincerely felt like Jake just said it because Logan had kept saying like all these things to him. Right. Being like, I'm better. And he's like, well, I have more views. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just know as an older brother, you have so much power and influence. And that's what hurts because I'm like. I agree. And I was going to, you know, when you were finished, I wanted to kind of explain something. Um, So last night, Matt's family came over for like a little like family dinner for Sunday night during the hurricane. And afterwards, we played Code Names. And Code Names is a name where you really have to have like this bond. Yeah, it's a game where if I said rock, you said paper scissors, right? It's like you have to like understand someone's thought process. And Andrew and Matt were against the girls. So and just to explain the game a little bit, there's like a there's a board of like just a bunch of words mm-hmm. and your partner, whoever you're on a team with, you know what the words are and you have to make them guess and pick those words on the board and you're going against another team. But you can only give them a one word clue. Mm-hmm. You have to get kind of creative because you have to be like, oh, this word for two. Like, can you figure out? 
two of the words I'm referring to if I yeah. say rock? Like, is there like a couple words on the table you can pick? Yeah. So anyways, you have to really know someone's thought process or how they're thinking about things. And oh my God, were Matt and Andrew so damn annoying because they would say bridge and it would be lightning, water, Nike. And I'd be like, what? How are you guys thinking so alike that you said bridge and he got like the word shoes? Like, how did that work? And it's like their inside jokes and all these like things they talk about. And I would say that you and Andrew's relationship is so adorable that although I do not want boys as a kid, I would love to have two boys. No, I don't want to say that, but I would love to have... I don't want boys at all. But if I had to have boys, I would want them to be two boys that had the same energy you and Andrew have. Like our relationship? Yeah. Yeah. Because Andrew really does look up to you. And you, you know, you guys definitely get in fights. And I've witnessed them. But at the same time, like, you guys are so supportive. And you've really helped him so much. Instead of bringing him down, you've really, like, Mm -hmm. pulled him up. Yeah. And so, for me, being in a household with only girls, I don't understand boys at all but although say that again yeah although my sisters and i were very competitive growing up we have like we're just so sweet and nice and helpful to one another now um so that i i couldn't imagine having a relationship like jake and logan have like it seems so toxic so i could see i can see where logan's coming from in the sense of like it is a weird scary feeling to feel like your younger brother might like outshine you 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 know like i could see where that would be like a huge ego trip and andrew's been having a lot of success on his own lately and it's like it makes me feel so proud for sure but he's also been living in my like shadow for my whole life so it is a weird new uncomfortable feeling and i'm so happy all I've ever wanted for him is to find his own way to be as big as he can be, be the best version of himself. And I know that a lot of that has to do like can't come from me. It's almost like I felt at a certain point I was hindering him because he was looking up to me so much and following my steps. And I'm like, you have to find your own steps and stumble on your own in order to pick yourself up and find your way. And now he's doing that. But mm-hmm. it is a weird transition once your younger brother kind of becomes independent in his own man Mm -hmm. and i can't imagine what that's like in the public eye when you're building these platforms and i mean there's no excuse for it but i could see why it's even more But you could never imagine like dating his ex-girlfriend could you oh my god i would never do that that's so exactly so so messed up and not only doing it secretly that's one thing like that's already bad but like to publicly do Mm -hmm. it and make a song about it and show it off that whole like all that is just insane yeah and by the way if you guys don't know what we're talking about jake paul dated Alyssa violet Alyssa violet and jake paul broke up because jake paul cheated and so then she hooked up with logan and then logan made a song about it and she's like in the music video yes so yeah honestly great music video i kind of want to make you watch it have you seen it yet yes i've seen you've made me watch (laughs) it many times my friends and i used to watch it all the freaking time it's like the best so funny it was a time it was like peak youtube time that was when youtube views were at its you know peak like everyone was on youtube watching now it's tiktok yeah. side note speaking of fighting i'm so happy that sean o'malley fucking sugar sean the sugar show he won on saturday night yeah that was amazing i've been so invested do you remember the last when i first like found out about sugar sean or 
Yeah, I told you about him. Showing me all his videos like a while ago, right? Super long, yeah. And we've been. It's the. It's really cool to watch someone really rise to stardom, and you witness sort of that trajectory. And Saturday night was like the moment where we got to witness like he really became that thing. Yeah, it's almost like watching King Champ. Yeah, he became champ, but it's it's even bigger than that because he's like the face of UFC. He just has that intangible it factor. It's like watching conor mcgregor on the rise and being able to like witness that and i feel like it's so cool that we've been following his journey so that was i was super happy i was very happy he won as well but i didn't feel like he had that it factor he normally does and he did say at the end he was like this is the most nervous i've ever been for a fight but even when he did win he wasn't as like excited i think he was really excited he was just kind of showing like this is my like ring you know he kind of like walked around the ring just like this is mine yeah he definitely did that but it just like it didn't have the same pizzazz it didn't have that like it didn't have that it factored for me like i understood what he was doing is like yeah this is mine like he was trying to act really cool about it but i wanted him to act like how he normally does like super crazy and fun and didn't doing like somersaults and flips and stuff Mm -hmm. but you know i mean he's you know people grow up maybe he's in a new era in his life mm-hmm. where he's like okay i have to take this a little more seriously but yeah good for him yeah um but expect more baby talk next week i might have some updates for you guys some baby talk. yeah no nothing i'm not pregnant just don't expect that but expect some you know maybe some announcements or changes happening in our lives that and is we'll it leave it there yeah, yeah that's it um what should today's comment be I, I have an idea. Uh, let us know down below um, how many people you would want at your wedding. And if you Ooh. had a wedding, how many people did you have there? I'm just curious because I don't know if it's still really popular to have massive weddings or we're just the only people in the world that want like a wedding of like 10 people. Definitely not the only people. Yeah. But anyways, if you haven't already, give us those five stars, stars baby. baby. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>